Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. Oh, put your hands together for Jesus. You may be wondering why we are happy wearing Jesus' t-shirt because the Bible says that Jesus says that come unto me all ye that labor. I don't know if you are laboring whatever work is putting, I mean, being a heavy burden on you. But Jesus says he will give us rest. Hallelujah. That is why we are saying next week invite people here because Jesus will be right here. Hallelujah. And this morning, this afternoon, our pastor is here. Maybe today is your first time. You are about to meet our pastor. And your life will not be the same. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, my life will not be the same. Because she is coming to minister the word of God to me. And I will not be the same. Our lives have been changed and transformed by his constant teaching to us. And I want you to be expectant because something is about to touch your life. I want you to put your hands together. Let us welcome our pastor, sister, Felipe, Joy Bruce. Put your hands together for him. Hey, if you are putting your hands together for the Lord, do it better. Do it better. I said do it better. Add a shout. Come on, I said add a shout. Hallelujah. Wow. Amen and amen. Take your seat. We will pray shortly. Amen. And I will preach shortly. Wow. But for the purposes of those who forget things easily, let me talk about next week first before I pray for the service. Amen. I want you to open your mouth and shout, Jesus! Come on, Jesus! And for the third time, Jesus! Hallelujah! Well, next week, Sunday, you are bringing somebody to church. Hallelujah! I'm asking each and every single one of us to bring at least one person. There are some people who bring five. Some will bring ten. But you who is just here, at least one you can bring. Please look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, at least one person I can bring. At least one. I can bring one friend. I can bring one enemy. I can bring one relative. I can bring one classmate. I can bring one neighbor. I can bring one person. One person. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Amen and amen. I don't know how your life was before Jesus entered. But if your life was like some people's lives that I know. I said like what? Some people's lives that I know. Have you ever been lying in your bed? Suddenly you cannot move. You cannot talk. You cannot do anything. Then you force and you shout Jesus! And it's gone. People must hear the name Jesus. Amen. Because there are many things going on and so many things, so many things. You will see somebody by you who looks as if everything is okay. They rather, everything is not okay. Are you with me? So don't be intimidated by how people look at all. Me, mom, they have come to see that the more gorgeous you look, the more likely it is you have major problems. Yeah, so you are trying to pick yourself up and help yourself. Are you with me? So help them. Don't be put off by the face. Don't be put off. Some of the people who squeeze their face, it is how life is. Life has slapped, slapped. If somebody slaps you twice, will you not squeeze your face? 
Hey, slap your neighbor. Please, I didn't say it. I didn't. Hey, the way life, you see, you are saying that when I look at her face, me now. No. That's rather. That's rather. Am I helping somebody? Invite the person to come and hear about Jesus. People need to know that there's a place to carry your burdens. And there's a place to drop your burdens. Hey, but mommy, me, myself, I have burdens. You have them because you have Jesus, but you have chosen to carry them. You're like somebody who climbed inside the trotro. You see the bone shaker, the old one. The bone shaker, the, that one. She was carrying the load. Then the driver stopped for her. And then took her load. They put it inside. Then she climbed inside. Then she picked her load. Put it on her head. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. Some of us, that's how we are working with Jesus. Oh. We are working with him and he has already told us to bring it. You bring your load. But as you have sat in the, you have sat in the car. Not that you have not sat in the car. But you have picked your load. <laughs> and you too will be reminded on Sunday that this Jesus that we are celebrating and this Jesus we are talking about is the one who delivers us and who helps us. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Now before I pray also, Dennis, you have my pictures for me. Good. I have a friend here who I'm just going to, I mean, I want you to just salute one of my, what should I call you? My son's from far. Yeah. Reverend Michael was in ABMTC and he finished and he was posted to the Gushegu Church. Uh, you'll see some pictures rolling. Our father has been showing us pictures rolling. You, if I send you here, no, you can't go. Here, no, you can't go. Oh, just let the pictures roll because it's not only my screen that's so dark. It could be, it could be where we sent it from. But I just wanted you to see his church. Wow. In case you don't know, Gushegu is in the northern region of Ghana. 100% Islamic or 125% Islamic. But he's been there how many years now? 12? 11? 10 years? And he has built a formidable church. Oh, at least put your hands together and welcome Reverend Michael Ajimai. Just welcome him. Just welcome him. God bless you for a good work done. And keep on pushing. You never know. You will see us walking around Gushegu one of these days. Hallelujah. Amen. Take your seat. Amen. I just wanted to give you a taste of his church. Hallelujah. You see, he looks like a little boy. Please, they say they didn't see you. So, please, give him a microphone. At least he can come and say hello. He looks like a small boy. I need you to understand that he may, be, he may look small, but he's big in the spirit. Oh, just climb up and say hello to us. And then... wow. Oh, why don't you put your hands together for the Lord? <laughs> oh, are you clapping for Jesus? <laughs> no, are, you, are you really clapping for Jesus? Okay, do it better. Wow, what a blessing. I thank God for my life, first of all. And I really, really want to thank God for the life of uh, Sister Joy. Oh, please put your hands together for Sister Joy Bruce. Oh, and give the Lord a shout! You know, <laughs> do you know why I wanted you to shout when I mentioned Sister Joy's name? Okay, let me just brief you with my story. <laughs> One day, I was standing by the roadside and um, a pastor was passing and he invited me to church. When I went, it was this woman preaching and I gave my life to Christ and today you can see me here. So, I just want to say, God bless you. Yeah. And the last thing I want to say is this. Um, the Bible says in Hebrews six twelve, it says that be not slothful, but be diligent in following those who through faith inherited the promises. You know, sometimes when we hear of those who through faith, we think about Abraham, we think about it. Okay, have you ever seen David before? Have you ever seen even Jesus? Have you seen? But we have the examples right here with us. So God bless you. God bless you, Reverend Michael. Hallelujah. Reverend Michael is the husband of one wife, wife and father of two children. Allow me to say it. 
Amen and amen. God bless you for continually being faithful over there. Amen. All right. The church is our church. I mean, you can be angry with me, but it's our church. So I plan to do all the things I normally forget to do. I'm doing them all right now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Stand to your feet. Let us pray. Father, we are thankful and we are grateful for a Sunday like this. As we come before your word, I pray that your word will seep into our spirit. That you will continue to do something within us, oh God. Help us, Lord, and lift us further and help us to rise up above all the problems and the waves that sometimes try to overtake us. May we be blessed from today's message. We thank you for your grace and mercy in Jesus' name. Amen. Find your Bible, please. Let us make our confession. Please remember, we are trying to bring the Bible back into church. So lift it up. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I'll be taught the word of God. I'll never be the same. Never be the same. Never, never, never. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Hallelujah. I'm amazed at how the time has gone. But I need to share a couple of things with you today. Hallelujah. Amen. And today I am sharing with you the last sermon this month on tithing. Oh, I'm sure oh, you don't. No, no, no. Some of you spent the whole month feeling guilty. <laughs> but that's not the purpose. The purpose is for you to just correct it. We are a tithing church and I want to believe that we're going to 100% of us, everybody, will tithe. And today I'm sharing with you how the tithe, how it opens the heavens over your life. How the tithe opens the heavens over your life. Hallelujah. Do you know that lack of knowledge is one of the major reasons why people die? When you don't know something, you can really make major mistakes. One day I went to an institution where I needed to get something from somebody and, or from the institution and I had been told what to do. And so as I went in, I had been told that when you are coming, bring one, two, three, four, five documents. Are you there? So as I was going, I took all the five documents. I arrived at the place. I was told, just sit here. And I just went in smoothly. But while I was there, I had noticed that there was a lady and her daughter who had come for a similar thing and they had been there for hours earlier. Are you there? But they did not know that they needed document number one. They did not have document number two. Document number three, they did not understand. And documents four and five were all that they had. So they had to bring somebody to explain to them in their language how to go and find document number one. <laughs> Are you there? I don't know how many weeks it took them. Yeah. For lack of knowledge. Sometimes when you don't know things, what is even your due doesn't come to you. Are you here? I said, what is your what? Your due, something that is even yours. It may even have your name on it. But because you don't know, you don't go for it. And that is why I'm sharing from this particular chapter this morning. Because I have found out that at times, tithers are tithing under duress. Or they feel that they say we should tithe, so I'm tithing. I, I, I live an obedient life, so let me tithe. Not knowing. Turn to your neighbor and say, not knowing. Not knowing that there are so many other things that are due you. And so today, we are looking at it and we are saying, what exactly is this? The first thing you need to know is, if, you know, we've been talking about it actually since we started. Let's go to Malachi 3.10. That when you tithe, something called an open heaven. Open heaven is open over you. Hey. And by the sky is looking the same from like all of us. <sighs> Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse. <laughs> 
that there may be meat in my house and prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. Are you here? So the first thing that you need to know is that heaven seems to have windows. <laughs> it says he will open the windows of heaven. What it means is that you can be a human being on this earth and the heavens over you are closed. Or the heavens over you are open. And one of the things that opens the heavens is your tithe. Hey, tell your neighbor, I will never, I will never lack again. And I will never be afraid again because heaven is open over me. Amen. Hallelujah. So what does it mean? If it is open over me, what does it mean? The first thing it means is that blessings are being poured over you. That's what it means. You see, the reason why you are quiet is that you are saying that hey, to me, I don't even have bank account. <laughs> I don't even have money. I didn't say money is being poured over you. Money is actually one of the lower blessings. Ah, I can see that you didn't know. You didn't know. Everything, you see, because of our poverty, we think that if we have money, it will be okay. I ceased believing that in 1987. Yeah. In 1987, Ghana was really on its knees. We didn't have anything. Even, <laughs> there was nothing like three square, square meals. They were not even two round, let alone three square. <laughs> if you get a meal a day, not a meal of things you like, just an any meal, you thank God. You thank God. Are you here? And it was against this background that I happened to travel to one of the wealthiest countries in the world. By that time as I was going, I knew that, Charlie, the thing one needs in life is money. Then I got to a place where, I mean, after going there, I realized that U.S. Christ is small. They don't have anything. Yeah. Compared to what an individual there has. Yeah. Talk about money, wealth. <laughs> uh, you didn't know, eh? You thought that U.S. was the top. They don't have the kind of poor people U.S. has. They don't have it. No, no, no. They don't have it at all. At all, cry. There's nothing as ugly as all the buildings we are looking at. There's nothing. There's nothing like that. There's no church as ugly as this one. No, 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 no. Because they have money. The people are not a lot and they have money and they have good leaders who have decided that the money will be shared the system oh in fact I read I read I read a few years ago because their whole population at that time there were only 4 million people and I read a few years ago that when they looked down it's like so one day they woke up and then they decided to share money for everybody in the nation and people got out. I'm talking about a place with money. It also has a very high suicide rate. It also has, it's a place where when you sit on the trotra, if there's a trotra, the bus, you straighten your face because we don't smile here. I thought you said money was the answer to everything. I met people who could buy anything they wanted, but they couldn't eat it. I met people who lived alone. The secretary in the department where I was working, when you greet her good morning, she will tell you that you should look at the sun first. When you say, how are you? She said, look and see. If you look outside, if the sun is smiling, then she's okay. Meanwhile, this was a country where the sun only shone for about, what? How many days in a year? Hey. I thought you said if you get money, you are okay. The church is very quiet, oh. Hey. hey, my very first Christmas I went New Year I went to a church and as I sat in the church I began to weep and I cried because the New Year's Eve was as cold as if nothing was happening in life I said ha ah, what a place what a place but they have money I thought you said money will solve your problems so I'm just giving you this example to tell you that a blessing is not equal to money. 
Money is just one of the things on your way. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 28. And if all I do is to show you what God means by blessings, you know, if all I do, it shall come to pass if you shall hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments which I command you this day, that the Lord will set on high above, set, set you on high above all nations. Verse 2. And if, I want you to understand that he has kept it. The people to whom he wrote this, they are the wealthiest in the world. Yeah. Then he said, these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee. So let's see what God called a blessing. God's idea of a blessing and your idea, which one do you want? I'm asking the people at the back, God's blessing and your blessing, which one do you want? Okay, we agree that we like God. So let's take a look. What does God call a blessing? <laughs> Blessed shall thou be in the city and blessed shall thou be in the... In other words, it doesn't matter where you are going. You are blessed. It doesn't matter. Some of you feel that, oh, unless I go to US of A, I cannot prosper. Those who I don't understand in this world are those who think that they cannot prosper in Kumasi. I've not heard some before. Hey! This young man, when, I, when we sent him to Gushegu, he didn't have anything. He didn't have anything. Zero. The only boy among many sisters. Now they have learned to respect small. Hey, because God has blessed him. Are you there? So whether the city or the field, if I show you where Gushegu is, you will not go. <laughs> you see, even the name, you are wondering how do you spell it? <laughs> how do you spell it? Are you in the house? But because if you are tied, it says whether you are in the city or whether you are in the field, oh, you are blessed. From today, never quarrel with where you are in this world. Just pay your tithe. Just what? Pay your tithe. I've not lived in Accra for over 35 years. I'm more prosperous than many people in Accra. More Accra. Many people of my status in life or my age in life or whatever. Because whether in the city or whether in the field, are you here? Did you read that he said, open heavens and he will give you a blessing. So it's the blessing we are looking for. Okay. Number, let's continue. There are more blessings. Oh, people. Ah. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body. Those of you who have children, stop worrying about the child and start claiming the blessedness of the fruit from your body. Amen. Are you in the house? Yeah. Next time some ailment is coming to disturb your child, tell the ailment you better some illness. Tell it to start walking. Live here because the fruit of my body is blessed. That's the blessing. I'm showing you what God calls a blessing. He said the fruit of your ground. In those days, everybody was a, a, a farmer of sorts the fruit of your ground, the fruit of your cattle, and the increase of your kind, the flocks of your sheep. In other words, whatever you do to earn an income is blessed. So stop walking around saying, hmm, hmm, today things are not good. The reason why it's not good is because you said it. Oh. Isaac was walking around in the land of famine. God said, stay here. And the Bible said, he sowed and he reaped it hundredfold in the year of famine. As we are walking in this place, we are blessed out of our socks. Hmm, you see that you are quiet because you don't believe it. You have been sitting here thinking, it is missing some of some people who are on the other side. That's why you don't have anything. Because the Bible says that a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways and shall receive nothing. So you have quenched it. Maybe one day I have made up my mind that wherever you place me, we shall be happy there. Wherever I am, it doesn't matter where. Oh, cry. Oh, cry. church has become very quiet. Yeah. I don't believe for one minute that people cannot do well in Ghana. I don't believe it. 
and you don't have to steal. Depend on the scriptures. If you steal, they'll come for you tomorrow. Ah. But this is his idea of a blessing. That the fruit of your womb is blessed. The fruit of your body is blessed. The fruit of your ground, whatever you do, is blessed. Wow. Are you seeing the blessing? Whatever school you are in, there's a blessing there. If only you open your eye and see. If you complain there, you'll not see anything. Let's try one more. Verse 5. Blessed shall be your basket and your store. Somebody's account receives something there because he says it shall be blessed. Blessed shall be your basket or your store. You see, when we say such things, then you are like, hmm, what is that? Don't think too much. Just accept it. I've told you three times I've found money in my account. Three times. The first time was in 1988. The last time was in 2021. <laughs> hey. Shabaya. Because he says he's blessing it. Your basket and your store. Where have you stored your things? Where have you put your things? It's blessed. Blessed shall thou be when thou come in. And blessed shall thou be when thou goest out. Oh my goodness. From today, when you sit in any bus, tell you, as I'm going, I'm blessed. As I'm coming, I'm blessed. Something bad will not happen because I'm on board. Whether it's by road or by air or by where, I'm on board. Hey, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. Oh, I like this one. The Lord shall cause thy enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. And just say, you will see it all. Ah. to be smitten before thy face they shall come out against thee one way and shall flee before thee in seven ways I see somebody's enemies they have been meaning you but as they have come in one way they are going to scatter in seven ways that is what the Lord calls a blessing do you understand that's what the, God, the Lord calls a blessing today when Richard was giving his testimony I was laughing because so many things could have happened to that money ah I said, so many things could have happened. So many things. Ah! You get there, somebody else. There was no paper, you cannot get it. But the blessing of God, the blessing of God, that's on you. The blessing. Are you in the house? It's not in your interest to be my enemy. I said, it's not in your interest. Some of you, you spend every prayer time praying about your enemies. I don't even bother. I don't even bother. The scripture is clear. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? The scripture is what? Clear. Clear. I'm not saying I go and give myself to my enemy to be to. What I'm saying is that I don't have time. Look, I, look at all of you. I have to pray for you. How can I spend your praying time to be talking about enemies? Oh, please. The scripture is there. Somebody, that enemy, that enemy, just remember, just, just see the person coming in one way and scattering in seven ways. In seven ways. Hallelujah. The Lord shall command the blessings upon thee in thy storehouses and in all that thy settest thy hand unto. And he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God hath given thee. I just wanted us to read these scriptures for you to see the scope of blessing. It's not only money. It's not only what? Yeah. Sometimes God brings into your life relationships. I'm always telling people that people will do for relationship what they will not do for money. Relationships. Hey. The church has become quiet again. Relationships. Those of you who are quarrelsome, I advise you. I advise you to change. Because quarrelsome people are not able to keep relationships. They're quarreling all the time. Mm. Turn to the nearest sister or brother and say, are you hearing? Mm. Are you hearing? Stop the quarreling. Build the relationship. You see, that person who frowns when you come in, that's the person. You should build a relationship with him. Yeah. Build a relationship with that person. Are you in the church? I can give you story after story of relationships that one has built over time. Over time. Recently, I was on my way to Bongatanga. And somebody, I don't want to insult the guy, 
but just understand that somebody took a new part and put an old belt on it. So the belt tore and it entered the fan and the engine just... The engine must protect itself from foolishness, so it just shut down. <laughs> now, if you are sitting 100 kilometers from where you are, the first stop where you are going, who will come and rescue you? Have you seen that you are crying? It's a relationship. Because all the people who would have come out of I have been their pastor before they were at a meeting somewhere none of them was there oh you are not understanding what I am saying then somebody else heard all that we have between us is a good relationship the person got his car drove 106 kilometers down 40 degrees temperature I said, who will help you? It's not over money. It's not over money. It's relationship. It's relationship. Are you in the house? Tell neighbor from today. Understand that it's not about money. It's about relationships. People will do for you what they will not do for money. You will get houses to sleep over relationships. Oh yes, not money. Ask your neighbor, how much can you pay? How much? Mashakaba. <laughs> hey, please, I have to preach, so let us continue. <laughs> I'm just explaining to you an open heaven. So take us back to Malachi chapter 3 and verse 10. So he says he'll pour out an overflowing blessing. Have you seen it? Now, another thing that he says, let's go to verse 11. He says that because of the tithe, I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. This scripture really disturbs me. Let's take... <laughs> Hallelujah. I want, I want us to look at two of them in this scripture. I will rebuke the devourer. Then he says, he shall not destroy the fruit of your crop, of your ground. The devourer and the destroyer, they are brothers. Have you ever bought something? Spend money on something. It has just kaputted like that. Yeah. Yeah. Either a devourer has devoured it, eaten it, or a destroyer has destroyed it. I know some people, everything that they get is false. No, I'm very serious. I'm very serious. I've seen brand new uh, cooker, he's bought it brand new fridge, they spot it. Brand new kettle, spot. Brand new TV, spot. I mean, everything. By the time you turn around and come again, it's spot. And I said, a devourer or a destroyer or both of them, they are walking freely around. And some of you are like that. Somebody sent me a text and said, I'm on my fifth phone for this year. When he said it, I said, ah. We don't buy five phones in a year. We don't do that. <laughs> when you see it, understand that a devourer or a destroyer has entered. Some of you, you are earning good money. But your situation before you earn that money and after you started earning that money, the situation is the same. The reason is the devourer. Some of you have devourers in your family. And some of you have friends who are devourers. The kind of friend who makes you go and buy pizza every week is a devourer. The kind of friend who makes you take Uber when you can walk. Uber is a devourer. The kind of friend who enters your house and opens your milo and pours all the milo into one cup of milo is a devourer. Move the person out of your house. Hey. I'm talking about devourers and destroyers. Now there is not that you're not any money. There was a time you didn't have. 
but now something is coming, but the devourers. How can you wake up and tell me that you are going to buy branded shirt? Please, I don't understand that language. I don't understand it. Do you understand when I say branded shirt? So your, your, your jeans must be what? Levis. Your shirt must be what? What? Polo. And my heart is wrong with buy. No, you, you can buy. If you can afford, buy. The problem is that, wait, oh, the problem is that most of us don't want to wear just one pair of levies. You want to change. So what is the point? Buying six pairs. Lady, you have gone to buy shoes costing what? You see, the way we are, we don't wear one pair of shoes, oh. or you have not noticed it. If a man is buying a pair of shoes for 500 cities, don't worry. He, he'll wear that one pair until it has weight and it has died. But we ladies, we don't do that. Today we want black. Tomorrow we want brown. The next day I want red. The following day I want green. Then I want yellow. I want blue. I want two shades of pink. Serious pink and mild pink. I want, I want royal blue. No, 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 no. Gentlemen who are married, you better just understand it. Just understand it. Just understand it. We are not men. We are girls. That's how, that's how we are. Yay. But if it's not true, you're Pentecostalist. Don't fight with us over it. But what I'm saying, because you want the colors, just buy. The style is nice, then you buy. Because you'll be tired of it soon. And you buy another one. But here you are. A devourer has entered. And so you are spending all you have. I'm talking to some young people today. I'm talking to some young people. Hey, Pastor, it's because you don't have. That's why you are saying what? You'll be giving me answers. No problem. I don't have a problem with you. <laughs> when you grow small, you see that what I'm saying is true. Here you are. You don't have a house. And you are buying branded things. Please, at the risk of offending you, please, oh, house comes before car. Please. Please. Shimaso. Nenelebebea. Uh, then it's just make sure that the car can exit easily, eh? In case I have to run for my life. <laughs> no, no, I'm just telling you. Because a car is a devourer. It's not an asset. It is a liability. A house is an asset. A car is a liability. And believe me, I have been driving for the past 20-something years. I know what I'm saying. When it is a good car, you buy fuel. You check oil. It will take. It will take away. So then, when we come to Genesis, and we shouldn't own car. Please, I don't like trouble. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. I'm just explaining something to you. Yeah, the devourers. A time comes when you must look at the car and say, if you break down, you will sleep here. <laughs> No, it's true. Because it is devouring everything. You will be surprised that when you do that, it will suddenly stop misbehaving. Some of you, every month, malaria. Every month, medication. It's a devourer. It's a devourer. Hey. But Jesus is saying that as you are paying your tithe, he will rebuke the devourer for you. He will rebuke the destroyer for you. So suddenly you discover that the desire for those things even leaves you. And me, dear, I can only wear Hollandaise. Says who? Says who? Says who? I was young, now I am older. Nobody has ever stood there to ask me what kind of cloth I'm wearing. And if they ask, it is none of their business. 
not know it, but that's a devourer right there. That's a devourer right there. Because as you have bought one hollandaise, you will only use it for a short time. You want another one soon. And you want another one soon. Believe me, I'm also a girl. Same behavior. But you see, this one, the quality is very good. What difference does it make? It makes no difference. In a year, you are tired of it. Yeah, Kura, watch it. Hey, the church has become very quiet on me. Shabaya. I am not saying that nobody should give you something nice. That's not what I'm saying. Understand it well. I'm talking about a devourer. Sometimes the devourer is in your head. Me, I can only wear gold and, oh, good luck. Good luck. But the truth of the matter is that as you are wearing the gold, tomorrow you want to change. The next day you want to change. The next day you want to change. It cannot all possibly be gold. So by all means, have your one or two goals, but don't stop. That's a devourer right there. I'm talking to how you are thinking. You don't have a house. You're talking about gold. Come on, let's be real. Let's be real. Yay. Lord Jesus, can you please help me? Are you in the house? Yeah. I'm not saying it to annoy you. I believe I'm helping somebody. I'm helping somebody. One day, eh, one day, one day will be the right time. Yeah, you, you do things. You know, recently, I, I mean, I just came out and said, ah, we are done with inside Ghana house, ho, ho, I mean, holiday. Metro Ah, yeah, 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 Juma, we have worked done. We have worked done. We shall be traveling. But wait, oh. We have born three children. <laughs> we have born three children. Of the three, two are married. Last one, December 3rd, yeah. We are done. We are done. Won't pay school fees again. Wedding cry yet, last one. So if I say that I want to go to Gambia, don't tell me that you are following me. You are now paying fees. Tell fees, you know. When we're paying fees, we're not going anywhere. <laughs> At least we have some years before Clara will come. Then we'll do that one. <laughs> hey! Oh, you're not understanding what I'm trying to say to you. Don't let it become a devourer in your life. I must go to the US of every year. If I don't want to the US of every year, then. So now you are borrowing to go to US of I don't understand you. Please ask your neighbor, where is your house? And then when they ask, where is the second house? Where is it? Where is it? One you live in it, the other one should be earning the money. Change your mind and stop it. The devourers are too many. Hey, tell them my mommy's talking to you. This is the time when you are sowing so that you reap it later. Shabaya. When I look around today, I can count no less than 12 countries that I can go. I won't even live in a hotel. Because the people who are there, they are my children. If I say that, I'm coming. Yeah, but you, where are yours? Where are you? I have to say you are going. Where are yours? Who you are going to pay hotel? Do you know the price of one night? Sunyani I'm talking to some people today. You see, I wish that you would understand I'm talking to you from my heart. Yeah. I have to see you prosper. I have to see you what? Prosper. I have to see you doing well. And some of you are not doing well because of what is in your head. So as you have paid your tithe, the devourer is rebuked from today. Your mind is beginning to work better. Amen. Some family members, when they come, I'm coming to borrow, I need this or this. You say, what I have is this. That's all. And some of them, the answer is no. <sighs> if I don't do it, they will insult you. Let me tell you a secret. They insult you anyway. I said, 
they insult you anyway. Yesterday, a certain pastor, he said, as if he's earning his money for them. He said his big sister will call him and say, but what Christ he do? He should hurry up and bring it. Ha! By all means, help. But understand when it becomes a devourer. As I understand when what? I remember a friend of mine who was growing. He's growing and growing and growing. I said that, oh, because he's paying his brother's school fees, that's why he, can, he, cannot, he doesn't have money to marry. He was sitting there when the brother whose school fees he was paying, he married. <laughs> you said because of your brother, you are paying school fees for your brother, that's why you cannot. I said, he was sitting there when brother managed to find beloved and marry, and he was sitting School fees has married, make cash now. And the owner of the money that was paying the school fees, you know. Still at the hall. Devourer, devourer. Tell neighbor, I put out every devourer, every devourer. I put it out of my life. Those of you, one oil you are going to pour, just say one food you are going to cook, unless you pour half the whole bottle of oil inside. Hmm. Ah. Ah. Are you there? You don't have a house, but you want to eat in the same food pork, beef, your friend is saying, all in the same food. It's your house you are eating. It's your house. It's your house you are eating. I say it's your house you are eating. Mashaba sandolo broki mataya. I'm talking to some people. You won't go to the market. You just go and buy from those people who are selling by the roadside. Those who are counting one tomato is one CD 50 pesos. Then you are buying from. What's wrong with you? Come on, page. I will to go and look for gone market and go and do some proper shopping. I'm preaching to some people today. I'm preaching to some people today. Ah. Every meal you want to add, I must have a drink by you. Listen, water is the best drink in the world. Water, water, H2O. God has blessed it from above. Water. Hey, am I safe in my own church? I don't know why I think I hear some husbands telling their wife, Have you heard? Have you heard? <laughs> Listen, I am not saying we don't enjoy ourselves, but I think you understand what I'm saying. I think you get what I'm saying. Put things in the right order. Hallelujah. You know, I cannot preach everything that's in this chapter. <laughs> <laughs> but let me just give you one or two more. Is that all right? You see, because one of the ways in which the heaven is open over you is that you are able to prioritize your things well. Yeah. Look at Jesus when he came down. You see him living a certain kind of life. You see Abraham living a certain kind of life. You need to know what's number one and what's number two. And that's what I'm talking about. Of course, we all want to enjoy our life, so. But when you are enjoying when you have not worked yet, hey, turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, there's a season for sowing, you know. Mm. In the season for sowing, we don't eat a lot. Hey. I'm talking to some people today. Hmm. Let me just pick one more for you so that <laughs> when you type <laughs> some of them if I enter we cannot exit today. The last one I'm going to pick. The last one. When you type the heavens are open over you. 
one of the meanings of an open heaven is found in Acts chapter 7 verse 55 and 56 this is when Stephen was being stoned the Bible says but he being full of the Holy Ghost looked up steadfastly into heaven can you see it and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God verse 56 behold I see the heavens opened and the son of man standing on the right hand of God you see the Bible says he saw the glory of God one of the things that happens with an open heaven is that the glory of God comes upon your life glory is like beauty are you seeing it? Beauty. It is one of the reasons why even when you have lived a very way life, somehow, even when you tell your testimony, they don't believe you. If Reverend Michael had stood here and told you his testimony, you would not have believed him. How he was before he came to You will not believe, because you don't see it. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. Some of you, the lives that you lived, by now your face, we should have been able to read a petition on it. Or you can't see that drink. Ah, Rev says that he's inside. When you drink, when you have been smoking weed, it should write on your face. But when you look at your faces today, what's your soft? What's say? You don't. You don't look like a weed smoker. If you were not standing up, even some of them are saying you are lying. You, <laughs> are you there? what has happened the glory of God has come upon you some of you as you sit here today the way life is difficult eh? but it doesn't show it doesn't show the glory of God has just covered you when you look at what you eat by this time you should have been as skinny as skalangbain but somehow God has just made you look like some prosperous prospering well to do if I see in your problem now I say I'm putting on too much weight but you don't know that it is God erasing something a job but a cell but a ne what's that your friend say dadab you look like some pampered child what is it the glory of God he has washed away some things. Yeah. Some of you, life has been so hard. By now, you should have a face that is looking like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but here you are. A smiling face. A soft, it's the glory of God that has just ah, it's covered your face. It has what? Covered your face. It has washed over you continue to tithe, you will see more things, because as the heaven is open over your life, you should know that you experience more, and you will, you will see more. Stand to your feet. I love you, Lord. Give me my key. I love you, Lord. For, For your mercy never fails me. All my days I am held in your hands From the moment that I wake up Until I lay my head I will sing of the goodness of God All my life you have been faithful I tell you, all my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, I will sing of the goodness of God. I love your voice. You have led me through the fire. In the darkest night, you are close like no other. I've known you as a father, I've known you as a friend, and 
And I have lived in the goodness. Come on, you want to say, all my life you've been faithful. All my life you have been faithful. Even when I don't deserve it, Lord. All my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, I will sing of the goodness of God. Oh, come on. Your goodness is running out. It's running out. With my life laid down, I surrender now. I give you everything. Your goodness is running out. Come on, His goodness is running out for you. Your goodness is running out. It's running out to me. With my life laid down, I surrender now. I give you everything. Your goodness is running out. For the last time, your goodness is running out. Your goodness is running out. It's running out to me. Oh, yeah. Your goodness is running out. It's running out to me. With my life laid down, I surrender. This afternoon, thank God for the glory of God upon your life. Thank God that he has covered you. Yes, so many things are going on. So many things are not yet as you want them. Yet he has kept you. He has watched over you. He has opened the heavens over you. And he's pouring down that blessing. Thank God for the blessing of the fruit of your body. The fruit of your hands. Oh, thank God for his blessing that the devourer is rebuked, the destroyer has been cast out. Thank God that over the, under the open heaven, oh yes, a full blessing is coming your way. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, we give you praise. We give you praise. We thank you so much, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we're so grateful that we can just enjoy you. Thank you. Thank you for all that you do in our lives. We're so grateful. Help us to continue to do our best and continue to tithe and to continue to reap of your blessings in the mighty name of Jesus. And as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, you are here this afternoon, but you've not yet given your life to Jesus. Oh, this afternoon, I want to just draw you to him. There is no point giving him of your tithe when you have withheld yourself. What he's looking for most of all is yourself. And so as every eye is closed and every head is bowed, you're here examining your relationship with Jesus and you're saying that, Lord, I'm not sure all is right. I'm not sure my name is written in your book of life, but I want it to be. If that is your prayer, I want you to lift up your right hand and I'd like to pray with you. You're saying, I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Just lift up your right hand. Just lift it up where you are standing. And where, if you've lifted it up, just come to me and let us pray together. Just come. Step out of where you are and just come to me this afternoon. Oh yes, we're going to pray together. Just come. You are lifting up your hand saying that I'm not sure that I'm born again, but I want to be sure. God bless you. God bless you. Just come. Just come. I know there are more of us this afternoon. And we're saying, I want to just give my life to Jesus. I'm not sure where I stand, but I want to be sure. God bless you. Just come. Just come. Don't let your friend, your sister, your brother hold you back. Anyone that you came with, just step out. It's between you and the Lord. Just come. Oh, yes. Just come. Oh, just come. It's a new walk with him. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Let her come this way. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Your heart is beating. That's Jesus knocking. Knocking on your heart and saying, come to me. All is not well yet. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Step out and come. It is just a prayer and it sorts out so many things. 
Hallelujah. For those of you in front here, let us pray together. Make this prayer your own. As you pray these words, as I say it, I want you to say the prayer, but make it your own. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. You can lift up your hand, you can put it behind you, do whatever. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please write my name in the book of life. Cleanse me from every sin. Lord Jesus, I want you to be my savior. I want you to be my Lord. I want you to take over my life. And I want you to lead me from henceforth. In Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for each one who's given their life to you. I pray, Lord, that they will experience you really and experience your goodness and your blessing, the blessing of an open, open heaven over their lives. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-D-S-F. God richly bless you.